We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Oh, and then play that. I could play up. I could do that. Are, is Neymar in your oh, lineup yes. before you make that mistake again? Yes, yes, okay. I didn't make that mistake okay. again. Okay, just check. I look at this lineup, and... Uh, it's There's, gonna come down to it's gonna come down to goalkeeper. I'm gonna play the wrong one. It's not. This is the fantasy soccer podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com/soccer. And now here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of RotoWire. Joined on this Tuesday by Jordan Cooper to, I guess, talk about uh, Monday's World Cup slate a little bit and then preview Friday's slate. This is a, a few days from now, so you, everybody has plenty of time to listen to it. Uh, we are taping this right after uh, Sweden's win over Switzerland, which was just chock full of peripheral points. And uh, we're still waiting for the news about James Rodriguez playing against England. So uh, we don't have to worry about that anyway for this podcast. Jordan, how'd your Monday go? Uh, not so not so hot. Yeah. I wish all the slates were like today where like the accumulators accumulate. Mm-hmm. Right. Where you, you I mean, you, you get a Shakiri and a Rodriguez and Forsberg and Augustinson and like, wow, crossing and shots and like, wow, this this feels like soccer DFS for the past two and a half years. Right. Not 
center back goals. And I mean, we had the weirdest sweat oh, that man. you would ever imagine <laughs> in, in the, the final minute of the game going, we're making fun of 4,400 for Grankvist. He's like 30% owned in GPP, like 14% owned in cash or something going, this is nuts trying to go for a penalty practically and then Olsen gets taken down just outside the box and it goes to VAR and we're all in the slack chat going no are you absolutely kidding me mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. is this is is this going to be the way that everyone goes down of course some people play Grankfist and GPP I guess I get it not for 44 I mean we're not talking about 3200 yeah like it was before uh, so so I mean it was outside the box and Toybinen took the shot and the game was over but but it's like, what, like we got through the whole game without Grankvist worrying us, quote-unquote. And then it's like the last play on a breakaway. It's like, no, you're kidding me. Yeah, it would just be the icing on the cake for this World Cup. Right, just like yesterday where we all predict Japan to go 2 nothing up over Belgium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was particularly uh, impressed by... Guardado, me deciding to play Hector Herrera over Guardado uh, because Guardado never plays 90. And what do you know? He played 90 yesterday. And Herrera, you wish, didn't play 90. Yeah, I wish Herrera played five. But instead, uh, like I said to you before we started taping, the, the I chose Herrera over Guardado. Um, I played Haraguchi in my other midfield spot instead of both Mexican midfielders. Uh, and had I just played Guardado instead of Herrera, I cash everywhere. Instead, I didn't cash everywhere or many places. Right. I, I did have somebody in the Slack again. chat kind of uh, pound his chest a little bit about beating me in a head-to-head and then saying he, there was no way I was going to beat him with my Haraguchi pivot. But uh, And I said it in the Slack chat, but Haraguchi was in my lineup the entire day. Um, I didn't really feel like playing both Mexican midfielders and I thought Shibasaki's floor was much lower than everybody was giving him credit for, even with possibility of a few corners. I didn't expect them to get as many in that game. Uh, and while the Haraguchi goal was certainly lucky, um, I didn't see a was... difference between Haraguchi and Shibasaki. And, or the only difference I saw, I would rather play Haraguchi. Well, also, just if you're behind, you'd rather go from the, the 40% Shibasaki to the 5% Haraguchi. I, I mean, yes, except I wasn't... Yeah, you weren't even matter. pivoting. You just you just put him in anyway. Yeah, I was playing him. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I paid up for goalkeeper and got screwed again. Yeah. Right? I and didn't pay, pay up for down goalkeeper. And then you get screwed, you get paid, you pay this way. Yeah. Fi- finally today, I got I got goalkeeper right, Andrew, I know. Today, for now. Who knows? Well, yours is right, which means I, yeesh, I am in trouble. Because I don't right, think we've the, ever hit on, on different goalkeepers on the same day. Right, but the, the problem yesterday was not that, like, Courtois ended up with seven points. Yeah, he was fine. The it problem was the center was backs that, o- that you paired with him. Right, but the uh, the problem was is Ochoa got 12, yeah. even giving up two goals. Yeah. You tell me Ochoa gives up two goals, it's like, okay, he's going to end up with two points. Right. Right? And Courtois seven is fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw the build with Ochoa. I saw the build with Courtois. I think they're both, they were both fine. Apparently, they were both not fine. Well, <laughs> I mean, I just didn't expect Japan to score. Yeah, and they scored two. And they scored two. Screw it. Yeah, right. The end of the game was great. I mean, it, it's just from a just a neutral's perspective, mm-hmm. like it actually was a good game. Yeah, and De Bruyne actually put up double digits. Yeah. Well, the game script warranted it when you're down two goals. Right. He's 
pushing up in yeah, there. He, he turned into on. he turned into 2018 World Cup Tony Cruz. Right, he didn't have the shots really, but but yeah, that's and what happened. The, the, the saviors are are Fellaini and Chadley, mm-hmm. of course, of course. Right. To be honest, I I uh, played Lukaku and Cash, and there are plenty of tilting things in this tournament, but the most tilting thing for me so far has been all of the praise that Romelu Lukaku has gotten for his dummy yesterday for Chadley's goal when all I need, and it was like, everyone was like, yeah, it's such a great game. And I'm sitting there like he had six points and he gave up an opportunity to game winning goal. Obviously the right decision, but it was very much the wrong decision for my fantasy team. Right. It didn't get you any points for that move. Zero points. All the plaudits though for that great dummy. But anyway, let's go to Friday. Um, We've got two awesome games. Uh, which gives us a lot of players to choose from, which really is just a lot of ways to lose, in my mind. <laughs> You're really getting negative now. I'm really coming negative towards, at this point. We're getting towards the, the stretch end of the World Cup, you know, final week, week and a half. I can't wait for this thing to be over. It, really, <laughs> and this is without a Grand Quist goal today. <laughs> Imagine if that happened. Right. But and and and, and you and you've been working every day with all the sheets or whatever. You get the July Fourth off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm almost looking forward to like I hope enough people like the World Cup that they'll play EPL. That's my of course yes. That's obviously the hope. Um, we have not seen the explosion in Major League Soccer contest uh, sizes that some people were hoping for. Maybe they're coming after the World Cup. Maybe that 10k GPP is right around the corner now that we're closing down the world cup although there's still two weeks left i don't know why i'm saying closing down but uh yeah so the two games on friday france uruguay at 10 a.m eastern uh, belgium brazil at 2 p.m uh they i mean like all the players you want to play are in this game or in or in this slate excuse me uh, right. Well, so, obviously, all the only players that you can play are on this well slate. i just mean the the other uh quarterfinals i think are filled with a lot of guys you don't really you're not excited about playing. No, I'm excited about those games. I well, like you are, those yes, games. Yes. Right. I like it when it's like, oh, okay, we don't have to deal with, you know, fading a big goal scorer or something because there's four of them. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, but France like currently. In this game. Right. But France currently is like a plus 100, minus 105 favorite mm-hmm. over Uruguay. So teetering around even. Uh, Brazil is a plus 110. Yeah, I'm seeing ish. plus 100 and plus 110. Plus okay, 100 for France, plus 110 for Brazil. Right, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brazil-Belgium game is a teetering around a two-and-a-half total. Yep. And uh, Uruguay-France is teetering around a two total. Mm-hmm. Uh, up or down. I mean, it depends on the site, but around two. 1.9 to 2.1. Right. Something, something around that line. The the, 10 a, the early game is Uruguay-France. Uh, the late game. I, I prefer this order of the games because uh, except for maybe except for one player, you kind of know the Brazil and Belgium lineups. Yep. The Uruguay lineup, are they going to run out of 4-4-2? Are they going to run out of 3-5-2? Mm-hmm. What's Cavani's status? Mm-hmm. Like, how are they going to deal with that? Then, obviously, you have France. Are they going to play with Matuidi on the wing? That same type of thing again? Right. Are they going to bring in some? I mean, I'd rather know that early. Totally agree. I mean, in the late game, it's like pretty much you got Is Marcelo playing. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Yep. Uh, from what I see from the slate, I'm... Uh, the, when I first opened it up, which was not maybe only like 45 minutes ago, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, thank you for dynamic price. Yeah. 
There's no like five guys over 10K, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you gotta pick two of these guys, and then it's like, who are the defensive midfielders? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can make that type of build and play four of yeah, these guys. Yeah, sure can. Right? But, I mean, we're used to a lot of times in, when they don't do dynamic pricing for Champions League semifinals and stuff like that, where it's like, like it's like Messi or Ronaldo and then garbage yeah. because you can't fit another good player in. Mm-hmm. You can't fit a Bayern Munich. You can't fit a, a Lewandowski. You can't fit any of that. You just can't. There's just too many in that range. So right now, the only player over 10K is Neymar. He's the only player over 9K. Right. He's the only player over 9K. He just happens so to be a lot of too. <laughs> right. And uh, I could understand builds that don't have him in it. Wow. Okay. I don't think th- I don't think that's optimal, yeah, but like uh also you're not going to have problems filling your forward spot. Yeah. In, f- in <laughs> fact, mo- most of your spots other than defender are going to be probably midfield forward eligible players anyway. Yeah, you could. Yep. Right? Absolutely. In fact, probably if the if the guy's just forward eligible, you may not be playing. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have to agree. Yeah, you have to agree that Neymar is the is the top player on the slate. I agree, totally agree. Okay, from a cash perspective, I, there's no other player that has a higher floor than him. Mm-hmm. It let al- on this slate, let alone in the World Cup. Agreed. Brazil is a favorite. I mean, these games are close. I mean, when we say favorite, take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean these these are going to be close games. Mm-hmm. You should be at least. So, but but for me in cash, I I plug in Neymar and then I start figuring stuff out. Totally agree. Every everyone else, ev- literally everyone else on the slate, there's question marks, except for Neymar. Meaning question well, marks whether to play them or not. Right, whether to play them. Or okay. Not. Yep. Right. There's no like other like. There's no 4K level guy. There's no you know. Oh, this guy's underpriced. It's like maybe slightly under, but maybe you don't put him in that type of build. Do you pay up a defender? Maybe you can pay up a defender. You could pay all the way down a defender, and both of them seem decent. Also, if you want to shove in other people, so I mean, so you, all of so that, if uh, what I'm hearing is is correct, does that mean you would consider Neymar a lock? I don't use those terms. <laughs> Guar- guaranteed in my cash lineup. Is that is that a better instead of a guaranteed goal? Guaranteed in my lineup. Can I is that is that part of is that tout one oh two? Is that the second class where I'm allowed to like kind of break the rules? No. No, you gotta call him a lock. I can't I'm not gonna call him. In fact, him a lock. you have to use different adjectives before the lock. Like he's a stone cold lock or he's a something like that. Yeah. Why are locks stone cold? I have no idea. But I see that. Why all can't the it time. be a hot lock? He's, it's my hot take on a cold lock. Does that melt the lock? Anyway, uh, who do you like? So, we, can we agree that despite their incredible play with each other, and this is assuming that Cavani is fully fit, that Cavani and Suarez still are not really cash plays? No. Okay. Not on this slate especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you think Mbappe and or Griezmann are good cash plays? Potentially. I'll play Griezmann over Mbappe, and I don't even—I I don't even like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I'll with play you. Hazard over both of them. I agree with that as well. Right, like to me, like I lock—I I lock in, I stone cold lock in mm-hmm. with the hot fire mm-hmm. and flames, and uh, emoji screenshots. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, I probably still go Neymar Hazard. I agree with you. 
I mean, I'm probably going to be pl- playing midfield forward eligible players, possibly in the midfield Everywhere spots else, also. Yeah, right, possibly. But like, uh, I expect I ex- now, I expect Brazil to have more of the ball than Belgium, but sl- only slightly. Um, I I could see it being completely fifty fifty. Right. Okay. Or something. But I I but I I think. Uh, France has more of the ball than Uruguay. I agree with that. Right. I think Uruguay has no problem playing defense. Yes, and trying to score on a counter. Yep. Right. France could do that also. I mean, sure. France is good at that as well. Yeah. But I think Uruguay's natural style is... But they're not like... They're not shut down defensively. Nope. I mean, they're good defensively, but it's not like they're going to just bunker. Yes. It's just a matter of like, we don't mind France having possession around the midway line and just like, just passing it around. Type of thing and probing and doing whatever they do. Uh, I just I I don't expect France to allow Uruguay to do that. They'll press more. Mm-hmm. I think um, I was just about to ask you if you thought Mbappe would draw more fouls than shots and fouls for Griezmann, but Mbappe only drew four fouls in that Argentina game. Doesn't it feel like he drew like a hundred? Yeah, but four is a lot. Four is a four lot. Is four points, right? Like I if think Griezmann's, if Griezmann is going to be over dead balls that Mbappe draw fouls on, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still going to look as long as I don't see like Nabil Fakir in. I mean, they'll probably if Griezmann won't be in with him together or anything like I just take a look and go if I want France exposure, like I'm not a big fan of Griezmann, but he's got to have a he, he's got to have a better floor and he's on penalty. So you get that slight equity for that. Mm-hmm. Uh but I mean, I wouldn't call you crazy for playing Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I I think I play Mbappe or Griezmann over Coutinho. I. I don't think Coutinho's a bad play though. Yeah. I'm just like when when we we were talking before about like dynamic pricing, it's like you could build a lot of different lineups that I would look at and go, okay, uh-huh. I, I see that. And it involves just like all these types of players where which which three or which two out of these or something, you know, you're playing Neymar Hazard and then one of these guys and then building that lineup. Or you're playing Neymar Hazard and playing none of these guys. Or you're playing Neymar Griezmann and not playing Hazard. And then you're playing Coutinho. I can, I can see all of them, mm-hmm. right? I, I, what I don't see is playing Lukaku. Agreed. GPP, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I just don't. Th- I think you have forward eligible players that have floors. These are tough matchups. Yeah. So we're not dealing with with uh, goal scorers that have over fifty percent chance of score. Right. On either side of the ball. Right. So, like, why do I want goal dependent players? That's why I look at Cavani, Suarez, Lukaku. I mean, Griezmann and Mbappe have slightly higher floors. Same for Coutinho, mm-hmm. at least. Hazard Would you call him the, the um, Brazilian Jamaili? Jamaili, excuse me. Yes, yes. That did. He got zero points. Yeah, sure did. Right? I mean, I played him in one lineup. <laughs> I'm just saying that type of player where he's not on set pieces and shoots and doesn't cross. Do you have a an opinion on Lukaku versus Gabriel Jesus in GPP? Uh, I'd, I'd play... Well, Jesus is 7,000. I'll play... Yes. Uh, and and not, it's not price. Well, no, that's a different story. Okay. But I'll play between Lukaku 
The Uruguayan forwards and Jesus, I probably play Jesus in GPP only because I believe he'll be the lower owned. I agree with that. Only because uh, you've, you've, you had to have noticed, especially with these center backs, that there are, a, especially in the GPPs, in cash, like less of the casuals play, I guess. But the GPP ownership based on FPPG, mm-hmm. because the game logs only show World Cup games. Yeah. Like inflates ownership, so I take a look at Cavani sixteen, Suarez thirteen, Lukaku nineteen, and Jesus six point three, mm-hmm. and go. Well, pairing Neymar and Jesus together doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. Yep. He almost had a goal the other day. Right. Yesterday, I could see. Pl- I mean, I could see playing any of these guys. Sure. In GPP. I could see playing Lukaku and Jesus in GPP together, or what? I mean, you could do that. I mean, there's so many ways you could go in GPP. Mm-hmm. But I think. In that range, uh, William and De Bruyne are more cash plays than Lukaku or Jesus. And I'm not even saying that you even play William or De Bruyne in cash. Yeah. But they would be more cash viable mm-hmm. than the goal-dependent guys mm-hmm. that aren't even guaranteed to get a bunch of shots because they're both playing good teams. Yeah. What are your thoughts on William in cash? Uh, if I'm not if I'm playing Neymar, mm-hmm. I don't. Like, I, I'm playing Neymar or whatever. I'm just saying that, like, I'm not, I don't think on this slate you're you're playing any type of capture method. I don't want to be overexposed to any one team. Okay. So so if I'm playing Neymar or William, that means I'm not playing any other Brazilians. Uh-huh. Which includes the fullbacks. Oh, okay. Or, set, or Paulinho, even, or whatever. Whatever the, I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't see me playing multiple Brazil. I don't see me going... Uh, Neymar, Willie, and Marcelo. Mm-hmm. If I play Marcelo, I wouldn't play Willie. Sure. I just don't, don't want to... I, these games are too close. Mm-hmm. GPP, sure. You're going to go for a 3 nothing win from one of these teams? Absolutely. Understandable. I'm more likely to play Willie than De Bruyne. Wow. In this game. Really? They're an underdog. Barely. Barely, whatever. But, I mean, I... I Look at their midfield. Carrasco doesn't play defense. Moynier's horrible. They have Witzel and, and De Bruyne in the center. Mm-hmm. And they have to go up against Coutinho and Neymar and all the all these midfielders. All these guys. He's going to have to be back. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna, yes, you'll get the Belgian set pieces for the ones that they do cross. But they're going to get less of them being slight underdogs. Right. More so than Neymar. So I look at De Bruyne. I look at, I look at Tony Cruz. He had a pretty good World Cup, but they but they they were they were favorites in all those games, and they got behind playing against weaker teams. Brazil is a good team. Brazil is better than Belgium, in my opinion. Okay, that's fair. Slightly, at least. I see Belgium scoring on a counter or something, which is not going to be De Bruyne. De Bruyne will get the hockey the assist, hockey but assist, that's yeah. not going to do anything for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, take a look at the one where they scored at the end of the game. Yep. Yep. That was really a, a great long pass from De Bruyne that set the whole thing up. Yeah. Courtois, and then you got, I mean, but you get nothing for it. So it's like, if, I, if I'm playing Hazard, why am I playing Hazard and De Bruyne together in a game where they're not favored? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think De Bruyne is a better player against better teams. That if does... they have to push up. Well, if... If you think Brazil's better, then you think Brazil scores, then they'll have to push up. 
There's no playing for a draw. Sure, towards the end of the towards the end of the game. But then why if Brazil scores, why aren't I taking Brazilians? Right? Unless I think just Neymar's doing everything. Which is possible. I don't think he's a bad play. I just don't I don't think he's the best play. Okay. I get it if you play him. I'd play him over Mertens. I agree. Mertens more of a GPP. I, I think in GPP I'd much rather play Mertens. Yeah. I agree. But I mean, I'm pl- I'm playing De Bruyne over Drew, right? Sixty two hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has no floor. Mm-hmm. Carrasco forty seven. Nah, I, you skip over my favorite guy if he's in, in the four four two, Carlos Sanchez, six K. Uh, sorry, I was still looking at um forwards. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I have the all tab. Yeah. Oh, easy there. Oh, okay. Well, you're right. You're right. We'll get to him. You're usually plays, yelling at me for skipping ahead. Right. I, I had the all tab up. I was looking at other stuff. If he gets a start, oh. which is very unlikely, do you lock in Chadley? No, he's <laughs> I'm not just starting. Just get out of here. I'm just kidding. And no, I wouldn't play. When you're considering Carrasco, obviously the forward eligibility doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're playing in a midfield spot. Uh, if I'm going to play Carrasco, I might as well play Moynihan. Yep. You're paying more for him, though. So whatever. At least oh, not that the, much. The, more, at least the cl- clean sheet wow. eligible. Right, no, Mournier Clean sheet tonight. eligible against Brazil, yes. Whatever, is. well, at least it's something, whatever. All right, now we can go I to I mean, Carrasco isn't, a, Carrasco isn't a bad play. I just don't think you even need it. I think he might be a bad play. I don't think you're going to be... What, what do you think? I think he might be a bad play. Okay, he might be. I, I think he's more likely to be a bad play. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying that I, I, don't, I don't think you're nuts, right? You putting in Giroux, to me, is more nuts than putting in Carrasco. In cash, sure. In cash, but in, in yeah, cash. GPP. Right. I, I just don't right. see where Carrasco fits. I mean, obviously he fits because his salary is low, but I just don't see how you build a cash lineup with Carrasco. And I don't see how you build a GPP lineup with him when you can have Giroux. Like, I feel like there are alternatives in both spots. Well, it'll be low-owned, so low why owned. not? Okay, so midfield. Yes. Now uh, The ones that are, that are not forward eligible. Yeah, Sanchez is basically the first one. Right, see, see, I told you. Well, yeah. De Bruyne. Oh, sorry, yes. Right, we were see. But that's where how we got mixed up because I was talking about De Bruyne yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's right. not forward you're eligible because right. I was comparing him to Mertens and to the other people in that range mm-hmm. to Willian, right? This is what happens. So, like, in the uh, tournament, it, we it, just totally lose it. Right. If Sanchez is if Sanchez is in and you'll know in the first game, mm-hmm. I think at six K, that's fine. Is he a lock? No. Is he stone cold hot fire nuts or whatever? No, but you can make that build. Sure, sure. You're kind of playing Tim over Marcelo or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the comparison more so than you're playing him over Willian. Guys right. in that range and over De Bruyne and paying up a little bit defender or something. You're making that build. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think you play. I think they just go with a three five two. I agree. So I'm just throwing it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Uh, Paul Pogba is, I think, the best GPP play on the board. Wow. He's due. Well, he's going to come in at low ownership. He's only 5,800. I almost feel like he'll be a little higher than that because he's 5,800. Yeah, but he fills up a midfield spot. Mm -hmm. Right, a spot that's... Yeah, but I think more people will end up going going to try to play three guys. I think you're going to see... I think... In GPP, you'll see more like Neymar, Hazard, Griezmann, 
and then like Nandez or something, you know, like some some hmm. type of yeah. Well, yeah, two- but you can still get Pogba with those guys and and a Nandez. True, but I think Pogba would be less on than Giroud would be. Really? Huh? There's so many forward eligible players, right? But Giroud would would. I mean, I get. I think it's going to be spread out. In GPP, the ownership will be spread. I think Neymar will be the highest owned. I agree. But I think ownership on a lot of these sub, these sub-level underneath them, like I think Mbappe is going to be owned to some extent. Coutinho, I think Mbappe, Coutinho, uh, Griezmann, Willian, De Bruyne, Mert, maybe Merton. Merton's maybe like 6%. Right. Uh, but I think Pogba's like 11%. And Drew is like that rate. Like, we're still all talking around 15-ish percent because it's going to be spread out. Especially the guys that have low FPPGs. That's why I look at Pogba and Drew in comparison to Mbappe. I think Mbappe will be much more popular. Mbappe will be 20-plus percent owned in GPP. I think Coutinho will be 20-plus percent owned in GPP. Then Griezmann will be 20-plus percent owned in GPP. Yeah. And then once you, once, you have all, once you have all that ownership... Then it's like, well, what's the ownership on Pogba and Giroux? Or Mertens? Even De Bruyne, I guess. Hmm. It'll be spread out enough that I think you could go a lot of ways in GPP. I agree with that. And be different. You're not, you're not playing all chalk. And multiple combinations. So, I mean, you could play De Bruyne-Lukaku. You could play Mertens-Lukaku. And get goal assist, goal assist. And then play, and run it back with Neymar on a 2-2 game where Neymar gets two goals. Right. And then play just punt in the other game. Or not even punt, and you play Pogba in the other game, and he scores a scream. There you go. There you go. You win a GPP. Mm-hmm. Even with a chalky Neymar in your line. Right. Yeah, I don't think you need to fade Neymar to win a GPP. No, I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, he'll be the, the easiest leverage mm-hmm. because you'll know his ownership will be high. Yep. So if you think he bombs... So just go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you look at Diarrascada the same as Sanchez? Like if they start, you play them. Uh, I just I don't. I think if they if I can't imagine I mean, they they start Diarrascada over Sanchez right. if they go back to I don't that th- formation. But right. But I mean, even if they go to four four two, we wouldn't even be playing. Okay. I don't even think that's going to even be a consideration. I don't think it. Yes, I guess he's a consideration if he's in. Okay. I doubt it. I doubt it more like if, if they're going to play, they're going to play that with Sanchez and not with Diaz. Yep, I agree with you. Because Diaz is more of a 10 anyway. Mm-hmm. They'd be, he'd be playing in place of Betancourt, but I don't even think they do that. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no reason for in my mind to change what has worked. Right. So at this point, we're getting down to holding midfielders and guys that we've convinced ourselves are good plays for this entire tournament. Um, Paulinho, Torreira, uh, Casemiro's out so we could get a Fernandinho start. Bettencourt, Nandez, N'Golo Conte, Vecino, Witzel. Matuidi's on a card, right? Uh, he got two yellow, right? So he's he's going to be suspended. Yep. So... I don't know how they're going to, are they going to play with Zanzi in? I'm not saying he's a play. They could throw Dembele there. We didn't talk right. about him. Right. Oh, if Dem, if Dembele's in, I pl- I put him over Griezmann. 
I agree. Dembele's in in the well, where is he? Is sixty five hundred? Oh yeah, absolutely. I put I I I'd play Dembele at sixty five hundred over Hazard at eighty two. Wow. I mean, I'd probably play them together, right. but I mean, just I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah, with Matuidi out, Dembele could be in. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Even, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't cover him at all because we're like, oh, if they run out the Matuidi, yeah, because of the two yellow cards. Mm. Oh, that that makes my build. Oh, that I like that build. <laughs> now, now, oh, now, now I don't have to worry about because I was like, should I play Willian? And then like, oh, if I could play Dembele, let, 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 let me let me put these in just so I could. Gawk over this. <laughs> oh, and then play that. I could play up. I could do that. Are, is Neymar in your oh, lineup yes. before you make that mistake again? Yes, yes. Okay. I didn't make that mistake okay. again. Okay, just checking. I look at this lineup, and uh, it's going to come down to it's going to come down to goalkeeper. I'm going to play the wrong one. It's not going to matter. Does it include a sub 4500 midfielder? Yes. Okay. You're going to have to play one of them. Yes. In this type, of, in this build, you may have to play two. I don't even think you're going to have to play two. I agree. But you can make, wow, with this, you could make so many, like, GPP lineups with, like, center backs. Mm-hmm. Like, with one center back, you could, like, okay. I'd, I'm going to find, I mean, if you wanted to make 30 lineups, you could this league. <laughs> I mean, for GPP, I'm just saying, like, you can make, like, all these correlations, and they're all, they all look good. Can you sell me on one of these guys over another? Or is that giving away your cash lineup? Well, you're talking about midfield? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I, I would... Probably have to side with the safety of if they play the three five two, Uruguay Torreira. Yeah, I'd rather not pay forty two hundred for him, but I mean I can. Yeah, it's a very safe two points. <laughs> very safe. I think GPP Polino. I'd rather play Torreira over Polino in cash. Torreira over I agree. I agree. In cash, uh, I mean then you have Bent uh, like Bentenker, Nandez, Casino. Yeah. I still look at those Whatever. guys as all the same guy. Right. I haven't seen a single thing from any of them that makes me want to play them. Right. Fernandinho, I don't rate as much higher than the other guy. I, I like Conte over for Fernandinho. I agree. Belgian, I mean, Fernandinho's not going to be able to get forward like he does with Man City. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to, I mean, Casemiro can't, I mean, right. against good sides. So what do you think? I mean, if you yes, if you want to go with tackles. For any, but I'd, if I'm going to go with tackles, I'm going with Conte over anyone else. Do you think that uh, Witzel's five shots in the last two games is an indication of their opponent and not that he's ready to pay off another $3,100 salary with four and a half points? No, it's the opponent. And okay. Witzel's never going to be. Look, at they have no one in the mid. Like, they have two midfielders. Mm-hmm. Like, the problem with Belgium, which is how, you know, they got exploited by Japan, is that the wingbacks aren't defensive enough. And when they pinch in to help out the midfield, it just opens up all this space. Right. And they're not going to be able to open up that space against Brazil, which means now they have to play wider, which means now the midfield is just basically De Bruyne and Witzel right in the center with four Brazilians. Right. So it's like how Witzel is going to have to practically, you know, you know, play in like a, a complete defensive shield role. That when is he ever going to get forward? And he's not that great of a tackler. Mm-hmm. So no, okay, but I but I wouldn't blame you to playing any. I mean, if you had to like, oh, I got thirty five hundred, and it's like I got Nandez, I didn't play Conte, or I played Vecino, or I played Fernandinho, or Bentenker, or any of these guys. I I'm just okay. Mm-hmm. Punt play, punt midfield play. Yeah, go for it. Okay, you're you're fine. You playing? You paying up for Marcelo? You won't know if he's in. 
I mean, I hope we fit by Friday. I hope we know, mm-hmm. right? I think I I think he plays. Okay. Do you not think so? I don't know. They made it seem like the back issue wasn't a big deal, and then he didn't right. play in an elimination game against Mexico. Yeah, but he was on the bench. He was because they he was listed. That, but they have uh, eleven guys on the bench. True. Twelve guys on the bench. Excuse me. But maybe they would just like we we need to care defensively, and he would come on if they need him. I, I'm just saying, if somebody broke their leg, they would be on the bench. Right. True. So. I, I can understand paying up for him. Sure. I'm not sure I am, but I'm just saying that I can understand. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money left over if he doesn't start. Well, you'd be playing other people in the game. Yeah. Ones you might like. True. Right. If you're, if you're playing like Neymar, Hazard, Marcello, then you're just like, well, I have to change Marcello to Fagner or mm-hmm. Mounier or... Someone out of Fralino in the utility. Yes, you're right. You have to plan for that at least. Mm-hmm. But he's not like a must play where it's like it's not like Charisma and when we were talking about Portugal. Yep. Late game, uh, we don't know if he's gonna start, but if he does, he's the stone cold hot nuts lock, mm-hmm. whatever type of thing. I don't think Marcelo is that. Agreed. If you're building without him, fine. But other than that, I mean if you had the money, sure. I think I think you could play one of these the the semi high price fullbacks. I agree. It's just going to be deciding between like Hernandez or Pavard. who's only forty three hundred, but I mean he's real. Fagner, Laxalt. I could understand playing Laxalt as a wing back. Mm. I can understand playing Mornier as a wing back. Right. Yeah, I'd rather play Mornier over Luis. I think Mounier is right. the only one I'm considering in this range. Okay. And I don't even really love him. No, me neither. But still, I'd, pr- I'd prioritize the wingbacks over the fullbacks. If if all things being equal. Yeah, I guess. Right. Like, I would play. I think I'd play Laxalt over Fagner. Yeah, but I I might play Pavard over both. Oh, I thought you'd, you hate Pavard. I do. I, thought, I do. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, don't get that wrong. But it, Right. But I don't think I actually would even play like. Uh, In your build, would you be playing two of these guys? No. But you can. There, there are builds. Absolutely, right? I've done them. Yes, where you could play Mornier Pavard, you could play Laxall Hernandez, mm-hmm. you could play Marcelo uh, Caceres. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do a, a million of these. I, I just look at this range, and go, well, if Sadibi plays over Pavard, which I don't think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I like Sadib. I agree. Uh, I just don't think he's going to start. Yep. Well, no, though. Uh, and right, and Danilo and Fagner are practically the same. Agreed. I'd almost rather play Laxalt than both of them, unless you're playing GPP and you want some correlation. But I wouldn't fault you for playing any of these. If you pick one of these guys and you go, I'm playing Laxalt. I'm like, okay, you're not crazy. Felipe Luis scored two point seven five the other day with a clean sheet. Right. He is not a Marcelo replacement. No, he's not. Just but for I mean, anyone he, he was considering. And he has also is much better for Atletico than he is for Brazil. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't think... I, I think p- rostering Marcelo uh, leaves you exposed if he doesn't start. And if he starts, great. And 
people listening to this on Thursday when the lineup is announced already and he's obviously in. But I'm not sure I see a huge difference between any of those guys versus just paying down all the way. Not all the way. But I'm not sure I need Fagner or Laxalt over like Tiago Silva or Umtiti like well Tiago Silva's 4000 so I mean it's not like he's that much he's cheaper. a thousand cheaper than Sadiq or Hernandez right than the other than the high price right well you don't see a difference between the floor of a 5700 Marcelo and the floor of like Pavard at 4300 which is $1400 difference Marcelo obviously has more upside I no, no, no sorry that's not what I'm saying I'm saying I think Marcelo has the floor and I'm not sure anyone else does. Maybe you're not sure. Mornier's floor Mor- is not say, much more maybe. than Adderworld. Yes, M- Mornier is better than his options, but I don't think the other Brazilian left, whoever is the Brazilian left back, not if it's not Mars or right back. Excuse me. I would rather just take the 500 or 600 or whatever it is, or Miranda and go all the way. That's down. what I was going to say. Miranda. Yes, to Miranda. Right. Okay. I get it. And I That's think fine. I'd rather play. Varane, even though he is awful, or Umtiti than Pavard. Like I'm not sure I see the differences there. I would rather the play thousand, Diego right. Godin, Godin. Right, but understand in those type of lineups, like I, I don't see. I, I'm, I'm not sure if two center backs in cash is the optimal build. I think it's one, and then one of these 4K level ones, and then you're good. I'll go as far as to say it's either. Marcelo Munier and I I begrudgingly will include Lucas Hernandez. Right. And if it's not one of those three, play two center backs. Okay. That's how I could see yeah. that. Like I think you're better off with Godin than Laxalt. Okay, if you think so. <laughs> you disagree, obviously. Well, it depends on you. It depends on who else you're putting in your lineup. Like I'm looking at a lineup now that I love. That would be hard. That's gonna so screw me. But whatever. Why do you think? It. How do you think you get screwed? Goalkeeper. It's oh, always oh, oh. goalkeeper, right? Um, it's gonna be a Luis Suarez t- uh, brace. You know that type of. Oh. Thing. Yeah, I mean the goalkeeper. There's a. $1,100 difference between the top one, which is Hugo Lloris at 5300 and Fernando Muslera at 42 Right. I think you whatever fits. Yep. I don't think it matters. And you could remember, you could play, you, if you're just playing Neymar, you can play him with Courtois. Yeah. Right. I actually think the, the, the Hazard and Allison. Are not as coral are not as good together. Agreed. The Neymar, uh, totally agree. And Muslera with any of the French options. Uh, uh, Dembele Muslera is fine option. with me. Right. Dembele Muslera would be fine. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think. With the floor and not the goal. Mm-hmm. Floor is not that high, but right. But the right. But, but I'm yeah. just saying the, these are the tiebreakers. Yep. Other than that, if you wanted to, if, if whatever fit fit. I mean, this is this is getting stupid now right. with goalkeeper. Yes. Like whatever it does, the games are close enough that really, like the eleven hundred that you're getting, where you're putting anyway, and just like, do you like do you do you like Willian or do you like uh, Griezmann? Right, the difference between those two guys right. is eleven hundred or something. I mean, are you and 
if you're like, well, I'd rather play William. Well, then you're playing up for Hugo Lloris. Right. There you go. Well, I, I want to play him, uh, Griezmann. Well, then you're playing in Muslera. I mean, it's like one of those, like whatever the other guy is. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the choice. That's the choice. The yeah. goal, don't go based on the goalkeeper. Right. Right? Don't pay up like I do. <laughs> you nailed it today. Although I think he was the second cheapest. Right. He was the second cheapest. Right. Right. There's no way Japan scores. None. I'm getting 10 points from Courtois. Give it. Just give it to Guaranteed. Go. Stone cold nuts. Stone cold nuts lock. Okay. The nuts lock, the fire emojis, it's all going off. It's more like dumpster fires. <laughs> Anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Available in the Rotowire Slack chat as well. If you'd like to get in, just hit me up on Twitter. You can also do the Rotowire Soccer Twitter account, which is at Rotowire Soccer. Jordan, thank you for all of that, and I will talk to you on Friday. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.